I'm not sure when it happened, but I got scared of failure. I don't mean being a failure, but becoming scared of failing. Scared of letting go of work, of ideas, in case they weren't good enough, or finished enough, or polished enough. I tried to write a witty story that had as its premise Robbie Burns's poem To a Louse, where, inspired by stories about Foucault, I accidentally turned myself inside out, and I felt terribly self-conscious about it, pink and gloopy and drippy. But no one seemed to care or judge me for it. Then I discovered that if I looked inside myself, I could see my old outside self, now on the inside, and despite it being all folded up and cramped, I was pretty happy with what I saw. Had I been wrong all these years? Well, that is a terrible story. It starts nowhere and goes nowhere, and if it has a punchline, then that's all it is. And it ought to be left like that, a riff that gets played once, and certainly isn't put on the record anyway. Once you start worrying about failure, the more likely you are to fuck it up. And so you do fuck it up. Not because the thing was no good, but because you were no longer concentrating on making a thing, but concentrating on not fucking it up. Once you start worrying about failure, it's very hard to stop. It's a conundrum. We once had a governor, which, where I live, is a largely ceremonial role. You get to live in a castle and be the Queen's representative, but you don't really have to do anything. Even before he was our governor, he had a reputation for failing, and he continued in this fashion and embarrassed the wrong people and ended up having to move out of the castle early. And what I learned from this governor is that trying and failing is not the issue. The issue is not trying and so not failing. Every time we try something new, we take a risk that it won't work out. In fact, it's extremely unlikely that we'll nail it the first time out. And it's extremely likely that it won't work at all. And we'll have to scrape the lot into the bin and start again. So then I wrote about Walter White in Breaking Bad and how the creators of that show used the artistic device of repetition to draw our attention to Walt's transformation through the breaking of the windscreen on his Pontiac Aztec. I think that there is an interesting point to be made there, but I made a mess of it. And the more I worked on it, the more awful it became. And the more positive feedback and encouragement I got, the more resistant I became to the idea of ever working on anything again, ever. I set it all aside. I played Gran Turismo in Fortnite. And I got slightly better at both those games. So there's some success. But I kept getting a niggling feeling about not having even tried. Not really. And I was in such a panic about it. It felt like there was a hole in my bucket and my soul was steadily dripping out the bottom. And that's a feeling you can ignore for only so long. And the only things that will relieve it are annihilation or action.
So I felt like I needed to get back to writing, but that I was out with ideas. I asked my daughter. We were driving in the van and I said, you name a topic and I'll write about it, anything. And she has a bit of a look around and says, footpaths. And so here it is, footpaths. As a kid, I used to spend a lot of time riding my bike around the streets, my hot foot BMX. Where we lived, there was a lot of traffic and a lot of car crashes. And riding on the road just wasn't a realistic option. And 40 years later, it still isn't. If anything, the general feeling of drivers towards cyclists sharing the road has degenerated. As is more traffic, more congestion, bigger, faster cars... Drivers getting frustrated that their bigger, faster cars are moving slower, so slow that sometimes they get passed by bicycles. So, the place to ride was in the past and continues to be the footpath. So back when I was a kid riding my bike on the footpath, I'd play this kind of game I'd made up where I'd try to ride my bike only along the curb part of the footpath. So not on the footpath proper. Maybe I've been yelled at by cranky people for riding on the footpath. Not down in the gutter, which I class as being part of the actual road. Just the top bit of the kerb. I guess it's about 10 or 12 centimetres wide with that gentle radius on one edge as it steps down to the gutter. And that's a pretty narrow space to try and keep your bike on when you're a kid. And while the chances are even either side, left or right, that you might stray outside that strict bit of kerb, the stakes... The consequences are not even. Going out of bounds and onto the footpath side was just the same as the ball going out in soccer or tennis or something. But going out of bounds on the gutter side meant the front wheel slipping down that six inches or so down into the gutter. Maybe followed by the back wheel or you'd stack or you'd mash one of your testicles or you'd run the risk of whacking into a parked car. So on one side there's a points deduction. And on the other side, constant existential peril. And in the middle, it's perfectly safe. Except, keeping the bike in the middle is not as easy as you'd think. There's a funny thing that happens when you look down exactly where you're going. You lose the bigger picture. And you lose all the additional, generalised information that lets you know where you are in space. The paradox of the footpath game was the more you wanted to do well at the footpath game, the more focus you had to devote to keeping the bike on the straight and narrow, the less attention you had left over to where you were generally, so the more chance you had of stacking your bike. Years further down the track, when I got deep down in this rhythm process workshop thing that possibly no one has heard of called Takatina, the more you tried to think about doing the rhythm right and logically laying out the steps and the pattern and what part of your body does what when, the less chance you have of getting it right. And it's when you, for some reason, temporarily forget trying to figure out what you're doing And time and space dissolves and you become aware that not only are you doing it perfectly, but you've been doing it perfectly with no effort, without giving it any conscious thought. If you can stay in that sweet spot without changing anything, you're laughing. Nothing could be easier. But what can happen is the thought pops up, holy hell, I'm doing it! 
Look at what my left hand is doing. And there goes my right foot. And before you know it, it's all fallen apart and you've lost the whole thing. And that's what I learned so early on with the footpath game. If you don't think about it, it'll take care of itself and you don't need to worry about a thing. This is not the same as pretending something doesn't exist and not paying it any mind. But if you do think about it and give it too much of your attention, you'll end up in the gutter. This is not the same thing as not caring or not bothering to acquire a new skill or to get better at something. Part of the getting better requires a letting go where you simultaneously say, I want to do this really well and I don't give a fuck. Someone told me when I was learning to drive or to ride a motorbike, you'll go where you're looking at, which is a good thing in terms of staying on the road or achieving a goal. But the flip side of that is whatever you're looking at, you'll hit, which is great if it's exactly the right part of the apex on a corner, but not so great if it's a cow or a parked car. So I've learned to pay a little bit of attention to the curb, a little bit of attention to the gutter, and mostly just pay attention to enjoying the ride. I can't tell how long it's been since I've been able to do this. Maybe since the start of winter, maybe much longer. But it's spring now, and every day seems a little easier. Less time worrying about the gutter. But a kid heading home from school just passed me on the footpath and he seemed properly in the winter of his discontent. I wanted to yell out, just keep looking at where you want to go. But I was worried it wouldn't have made sense.